0: Hey, Tech Lead here, and welcome back to another episode of The Tech Lead. I'll be your host, the ex-Google Tech Lead. It is coffee time, and today what we're going to be talking about are my five top tips on my way to a million dollars that I have learned on my path up. Now, as far as I'm concerned, all of these tips are worth their way in gold. They have taken years to learn, trial and error, mistakes, failures, and successes, and i'm here to share them with you so if you know what's good for yourself you'll listen up this video by the way is sponsored by dashlane.com techlead dashlane is a simple and secure way to remember and autofill all of your passwords like addresses credit cards and passwords it makes online checkout a breeze they also have a vpn so you won't be tracked when you're browsing the internet and can access content in any country Dashlane generates super secure passwords, plus encrypts any stored passwords, making it the safest place to store your info. Over 10 million people globally use Dashlane to securely store their passwords. Try Dashlane Premium for 30 days at dashlane.com slash techlead and get 10% off with code techlead. So the first tip I have for you is that for a while I was working on this website. It's like a social network and I charged a monthly membership. It was like, five bucks a month or something like that and it just capped out at that much no matter how much more people wanted to pay there was no way for people to pay more and other than that I was monetizing through advertisements and it was decent it was okay right and it was even paying me more than my day job so I was pretty happy with that but the problem was that I don't think I was monetizing it at the maximum potential you know like there were probably people willing to pay far more than that and I was getting this virtual economy all set up where there were virtual in-game currency and points and things you could mess around with. But I kind of felt slimy if I were going to try to monetize that and sell points and things like that. So I never really got around to doing that until months later on, right? And even then I hadn't fully developed that feature set out. So the tip here is that you need to monetize and you need to be charging a pretty decent amount, right? Like. If you're capping the amount that you're charging people at say $5 a month, and then you give them full access to everything that you're offering, that's just not going to be enough. You know, I don't think that's enough to generate significant revenue. A quick back of the envelope calculation can figure that out for you. You can think about, hey, if you had say 10,000 daily active users, and maybe like 1% of them is going to actually purchase, and that's a decent conversion rate. You've got maybe 100 people who are buying. You charge them 5 bucks a month, that's 500 bucks a month. It's okay, but at the same time, considering how much work you're putting into this, you may want to look into ways that you can offer more and then charge more for your services. Tip number two I have for you on this journey was there was a second project I was working on, and this was after I had built this social network. I realized that all I had to actually do was clone another app, another website or game that had proven success. So in this original social network app that I had built, I had spent about... Two weeks coming up with the concept and it was very innovative and crazy and unique but the idea wasn't proven and personally i felt bad about trying to just take another person's idea and clone that Now you don't necessarily want to clone it completely, but I would say that you can take an idea, take a look at what's working, the proven parts about it, study the other competitors, and then take that portion and then copy that, and then put in your own spin from there. This is essentially a guaranteed path to success. And I remember at the time, there were other large app companies and their entire business model would be that they would take a look at the top, say 10, 20 performing apps, the new apps that were coming up onto the market each week and then they would just take those and clone them. And that's essentially guaranteed success right there, right? And again here, you're applying your own look and feel, adding in any additional features and unique things that you think are going to make the app better, and then just push that idea forward. Instead of coming up with your own unique crazy idea, which is unproven in the marketplace, and then you have to build that market, it's going to be easier for you to gain traction to just take a look at what's working out there and then copy that idea and then put your own spin on that. Now, tip number three i have for you here is that there was this app i was building and this was at the time when facebook was becoming a platform twitter was becoming a platform everyone was making their website a platform for developers to build additional side apps that could be hooked in and it was an exciting time it was very novel unique and people were very interested to see what could be out there essentially anything that you put out at the time would become an overnight success if you think about iphone apps at the beginning any silly app like an astrology app could become successful now here's the insight. Okay. I remember that at the time, a lot of people would say that they wanted to build a big sustainable business, something like the next Microsoft or the next Excel, the next Uber. And that's great. That's all good. But at the same time, I would say that you don't necessarily need to build a sustainable business around any of this, right? If all you're building is an astrology app, that may be fine. And you can just ride that trend. And there's a whole class of apps where larger businesses are not going to come after. Large businesses are not going to try to build a fart app, an astrology app, a silly stupid game, a calendar app, or a calculator app. These may be areas that you can come in, you can build something, ride the trend for a short period of time, and then at some point every single app in that whole area is going to just die off if you think about iphone apps any app that was popular say two years ago all of them probably 90 percent of them are out of existence now and anybody at that time who was trying to build a big sustainable business in retrospect you could see that the whole industry was being transformed and every app was going to be Dead within a few years. So my recommendation for you here is that on your path to a million dollars, you want to be looking at those trends, ride the trends, and don't worry too much about trying to build some big, sustainable, multi-year business that's going to be around for your grandchildren to take a look at and marvel at. You know, just ride that short-term trend, see what you can make out of it. If you're lucky, your business will be sustainable. But other than that, you can just ride the trend and have a good run. Tip number four I have for you here is to go after a niche. Many times I hear about people who come up with crazy product ideas that work at scale. Like they're gonna come up with some dog walking business, right? Or some dog babysitting business. And that's just way too broad. There are plenty of other businesses and larger companies already operating in this space. And when you try to push out your advertising to like say subreddits like dogs, it's just going to be really difficult to compete even at that level. The more specialized and niche you get, the higher the chance you'll be able to find some group of people who are not being served by the current products in the market. The key to know here is that it is not about quantity of people. You don't necessarily need a hundred thousand people visiting your website to be successful. Even if you have say a thousand people and they're each paying $10 per month on a recurring monthly subscription, that's already gonna be pretty successful actually. And it's going to be much easier for you to build a product, identify that group of people, precisely fit their needs, something that they absolutely need and not just want. And then advertise that through them through specific targeted marketing, either through like Reddit ads, LinkedIn ads, Facebook, Instagram ads. You know, when I built this time-lapse photography software, Panolapse, that was at the time when there were already tons of other photographic software out there. But I was able to identify this market of people who were very interested in time-lapse specific software and photography and then build it and then market it specifically to them on a very niche forum. And overnight I was starting to generate hundreds of dollars sales per day. Now my fifth and last final tip I would consider highly essential for you and it is a key insight here and it is that you need to continue to learn. There is nothing worse actually than being stuck running a million dollar business that is slowly dying say. Or that you're not that excited about, imagine putting in 80 hour weeks, killing yourself over some app, website, or business, putting in all this time, and then the platform changes. Or maybe you're not making as much income as you thought you would make, right? Maybe you're only making say 50k a year. That's okay. That's sustainable, but it's essentially like a second job that you've picked up and you're just putting in way too much work. Maybe suddenly the platform changes. Some area of the business changes you've put in too much risk and you have to take a look at the opportunity cost in which maybe there was some career that you left on the other side of the table that you could be working now and that career has some value as well maybe it's your own personal youth or time that you're giving up so my suggestion here for you is that you need to learn to automate as many tasks as you can and free yourself up such that you can continue to learn and build up additional skills for me, I've been through a number of businesses. They all have life cycles, right? There's a peak and then slowly they start to go down after a while if I'm not really putting as much work or time into it. Or maybe the landscape just changes. But what's worked for me is I've continued to learn, keep my skills sharp, and look into other businesses that I can work on. Imagine if I had started with that one small social network that I had built and just spent years working on it, maintaining it, continue to build on it. And you know that project just didn't have enough legs to really go that far. The market potential was pretty much capped at the type of product that it was and what I really needed to do at that point was perhaps build additional other properties and then use say cross-promotion email marketing to bring those users to those other properties and continue to build additional businesses that way. This is really about freeing up your time such that you can do other things. Delegate tasks, use computer programs, system scripts to automate tasks such that you can spend your time doing other things and continue building out other areas of your business. You never quite want to get stuck in which you're putting all of your time into one area of the business and then you don't have time to do anything else. You're not well diversified. The landscape could be risky and things can change. That'll do for me. Let me know what your top tips are for a successful business if you like the video, give it a like and subscribe and I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.